Beware, this podcast contains spoilers. He was 25 years old. He combed his hair like James Dean. He was very fastidious. People who littered bothered him. She was 15. She took music lessons and could twirl a baton. I'm kid. I'm not keeping you from anything important, am I? No. She wasn't very popular at school. For a while, they lived together in a treehouse. In 1959, they murdered a lot of people. Hello and welcome to the My Favorite Film Podcast. This is episode 5 with me, your host, Gav Smith. In this episode, I'll be talking to Seamus Doherty about 1973 film Badlands. Badlands was written and directed by Terence Malick. It starred Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. Before we get into the film, uh, thank you for downloading this podcast. And just to say, if you want to get in touch with me here at the podcast, the email address is myfavoritefilmpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at MyFaveFilm. If you're enjoying it, please pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. That is how we get more listeners to the podcast. Okay, a little bit about the film. Um, the film is about 25-year-old Kit. He's a refuse collector. He likes to comb his hair like James Dean. He falls in love with 15-year-old Holly. When Holly's father doesn't approve, uh, he warns Kit off. And Kit takes badly to this and shoots Holly's father. They then go off on a adventure over America through the Badlands. Um, and as the tagline says, in 1959, a lot of people were killing time. Kid and Holly were killing people. And here is my interview with Seamus. Hello, Seamus. How are you? I'm very well, Gavin. How's yourself? Not too bad. We're going to talk about Badlands. Do you want to just give us a quick sort of mm-hmm. plot synopsis of what Badlands is all about, and then we'll get into the sort of chat about it? Yeah, so Badlands, it's set in the 1950s in uh, Texas and uh, Montana. In the in, they, they end up in the Badlands of yep. uh, Montana, and... Uh, it's basically a in on one level it's a love story between um a bin man yeah. and a school girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's also about a crime spree. Yeah. But I think the main thing, one of the things for me, uh, it's really been really marked watching it again now, is the banality of evil. It's not even evil, it's, it's just not... the banality of crime, yeah. of and people, people who are very shallow, who think they're very deep. Yeah, yeah. There's and a lot. Then all of the, this, there's all this banality and these quite inadequate, especially Kit, the 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 male lead. Yeah, is quite an inadequate character. Yeah. But then this whole thing it plays out in this amazing landscape, this beautifully shot. It is lovely shot, isn't it? Gorgeous um, landscape. Yeah. Yeah, So that's a bit of a rambling Ah, uh, introduction to it. Yeah. 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 Well, because your favorite film, you were going to do Goodfellas. I was, yeah. So why this film rather than Goodfellas? What was it about this one that you thought, actually, that's my favorite film? Well, I was thinking. Thinking a bit more about the, I suppose a bit more about the brief and a bit more about 
what that movie means to me and yeah. how how young I was when I first watched it. Yeah, because this was 1973 was came out. 1973 came yeah. out, and I think it was about 1974. Yeah. When I saw it, because it didn't even see, it, it had a limited release because right. there were a couple, I think Main Street yeah. was out at the same time, and there was something there was something else that came out at the same time, and the, and the studio put all the money into that. Yeah, yeah. Badlands had a limited release. And I actually saw it about a year or two after it came out, and it was on a double bill with this terrible horror <laughs> film called It's Alive. Wow, that sounds good. <laughs> um, which was about a devil child. Always <gasps> uh, good. <laughs> being born. And I came... <clears throat> In the days, you know, that's how long ago it is. It was in the days when they still had double bills and uh, mm. at the cinema. And, um, but I, it, it was that this film. It was, it was probably the first film where I, I suppose, I went along because I'd read some of the, of the critics' reviews, right? And I, it wasn't a big action blockbuster. No, it wasn't. I wasn't going there just to be distracted or entertained. There was, yeah. I, there was something. There was something in this, and I came away really impressed, having seen this. And yeah. and I couldn't. I don't know if I could have articulated it at the time, but looking at it again now, it's like it was the first time I realised that a film could be like a poem. It could be like a visual, right, yeah, yeah, poem. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I must admit, I'd, I'd never heard of this film. I'd never seen it. Yeah. Um, managed to find it online. Had to, yeah. had, had to pay my £3.50 or whatever to rent it for the evening. Um, yeah. But I was really impressed with it. It's it's a really... It's an odd film because there's not a lot happens. As you were saying before, no. it, it's the banality of it. There's just... There's not a lot. And then yeah. suddenly they start this killing spree um which then suddenly mm. stops again and then they start again um when i was watching it because i kind of I, I overthink thing these films i think sometimes because it starts with sissy spacex character holly um she does like a voiceover so it's all from yeah. her point of view and as you said she's supposed to be 15 in this yeah um it is very childlike and she does mm. a very childlike voice as she's doing the you know, my dad yes. brought us yeah. to Montana sort of thing. And it's all very childlike yeah. when she's seeing it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's, there's certain, the way she sort of dis, sort of describes Kit and then the way Kit, who's Martin Sheen's character, is in this film. Do you think that this is kind of her version of events in that child's eye that you're supposed to be seeing it as a, a child watching the film rather than an adult's version of the film? I don't know. I think I think it's partly um, it's part, maybe you know it's partly her cur- curated view of it all because she's yeah. she's obviously this is she's looking back yeah at this time in her life yeah and you know she's probably married and settled down and all the rest of it now and she's <laughs> yeah, describing <possibly. laughs> this this thing about all I think one of the one of the things that's really interesting about the narration is how often what she's saying 
doesn't yeah. actually match up with what you're seeing on the screen. Yeah, I noticed there's, that. There's 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 one bit where she said, and Kate told me to look at it at all the beautiful scenery, <laughs> and there's it's just nothing. It's just there's flat. nothing there, is there? It's just flat. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing there. Yeah. What? <laughs> what beautiful scenery are you talking about exactly? What beautiful scenery would that be? It's a desert. <laughs> yeah. And um Yeah. And and you know, and she talks again this banality and the mundane the mundana, uh, mundane yeah. things that she yeah. talks about. You know, here because it's not it's not like Bonnie and Clyde where it's, it's all exciting car chases and yeah. stuff and whatever. It's just this very banal stuff and you know and Sometimes we would run run over a cow so we could have something to eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's it's not. You're right. It's not like Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde, they went out and they were to, as a partnership committing crimes. Yeah, they were, they were robbing or whatever else. This is Kit's the only one that actually does anything wrong. Yes, Holly's character doesn't commit any crime. She doesn't kill anyone. She's just no. she's along for the ride almost. But yeah. I think she's along for the ride because she doesn't know what else to do. Yeah. She's... It's like she doesn't seem to have any agency. No. In any of this. As you yeah. say, it's Kit. She's just going, literally going along for the ride. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if we sort of go back to it, you, you're kind of introduced with um, Kit's character after a very short introduction by Holly about the fact that she moved. You then meet Kit hanging off the back of a a bin truck, yeah. Um, which he seems to have a, a great time because he just picks up rubbish and then tries to sell it back to his co-workers. And there's a great bit with a dog, where yeah. there's this dead dog by the bin, and he says, "I'll, I'll, I'll give you a dollar if you eat this dog." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, and I, I think there's a great. They really set the scene. They re, you really get a, a, a flavour of Kit and what he's like yeah, in yeah. those first opening scenes. And the bit where he's... And those amazing boots that he's wearing. Oh, yeah. Like shit-kicker boots yeah. um, that he's wearing. And then as he's going down that alleyway and he's kicking a can. And it's yeah. just that, you know, aimless. He's aimless. Absolutely. He's yeah. not. He has no purpose or... no. There's no. nothing. It feels like there's nothing really solid going yeah. on in his life. Because he starts kicking the but can. But he's a good-looking lad. Like, he's a good-looking well, guy. He looks like James Dean. Yeah, know? they say that a few times, don't they, about how he, he yeah. looks like James Dean. And I think at the very towards the very end where he's in with the cops, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you notice how much he looks like James Dean. And I think yeah. Sissy Spacek says it when yeah. she introduces him. It's like he was called Kit and he looked like James Dean. Yeah. It's very much... They play on that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, but as I say, he's running down, he's kicking the can and he kicks it a little bit. Then he seems to just get really frustrated with it. And he yeah. just jumps up and down on it and squashes it and then it's like just walks away. It flattens it. Yeah. yeah. But that seems yeah. to be his whole. It was just something to do. It was yeah. something to do to yeah. kill this. Well, even, even his job. Of his life. Even his job seems to be just something to do because he gets, yeah. you know, the halfway through the, the, the round and he just kind of goes, I'm bored with this today. I'm not throwing any more rubbish away. And he just walks off and yeah. leaves his co-workers on the yeah. bin truck and just wanders yeah. away. And it just seems like I'm I'm just yeah. wasting my time. Um, yeah. I do kind of worry about whether or not there's some sort of mental issues with, with Kit there and there's some mental health 
things that they possibly could have ex the now well, if they were remaking I, it would have gotten to a bit more yeah i think i mean you would you, surely he's a psychopath yeah yeah must be to a certain extent you know but, but not he's not a slavering he's not a slavering crazy psychopath no it's it's the way everything's so matter of fact with him yes yes even you know, when he, he just shoots he shoots somebody in the same way as he flattened that can absolutely yeah it's just like it's just something to do isn't it yeah 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 cuz he he obviously he walking away from the the bin lorry he then meets holly who's twirling her bat on in the front garden yeah um starts talking to her and yep. takes takes her for a walk before her dad calls her back um, but they seem to then start, they build up this romance and she talks about it as a, a romance and that they're falling in love. Um, yeah. And that doesn't seem, there's there's not really anything there because I think, I'm sure she says in her little narration, you know, that he didn't see me as, or want me for sex. It was just, this was something else. Um, yeah. But dad obviously doesn't like it. No. And warns Kit off. Which is what then starts this whole thing, because Kit then breaks into their house. Um, go on. But you look like you want to say it's something. interesting as well. Dad, the thing about Dad, who's played by Warren Oates, who's yes. a great, great actor. Yeah. And uh, the, and he's kind of you. You know, it's almost like a throwaway thing in the movie. But if you think about it, you know, he killed her dog. Yeah. To punish her. Yeah, you know, which is pretty. That's pretty extreme. It is. So it is. Yeah. I so mean, in a way, you could sort of see. Well, maybe she's a bit conditioned to, you know, be dominated by a crazy guy. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that the whole thing of at the start where she says, you know, Dad took me away to wherever. It's yeah. like there's no mum's not on the scene. I don't think she even mentions where mum is. I think she, I don't know if she died. I don't know if the mother died. I can't, I can't remember. Now. I can't I remember. The mother might have died. Yeah. It might yeah. be mentioned at the very start, but it seems yeah. like she's just been dragged from place to place by her father. And then obviously yeah. her father's not been a particularly nice bloke. Um, although yeah. she doesn't mention anything of that to Kit. So Kit's no. motivations behind killing him are nothing to do with the dog or, the abuse that oh, she no, may have no. had. It's just, he's just done that. No. Um, yeah. But yeah, she is, she's preconditioned to just do what the men in her life say, I suppose, isn't she? Yeah. So when Kit yeah. shoots her father, yeah. it's like, right, I now need a new father. That's that's going to be you. You can take me where I need to go. I, yeah. And she always, she says something uh, uh, later on in the movie where, it's on, where somebody says something to her and she says, it's all, I'm paraphrasing, she, she almost puts it like, Oh no no, that's nothing to do with me. That's Kit's department, you know. Yes, the yeah, that's about... and the, you know, that's that's a, that's up to Kit. It's nothing to do with me. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? I can't remember the exact words, but it is. It's along yeah. those lines of, yeah, I don't yeah. kill people. Kit kills everybody. I'm just, yeah. I'm just here, sort of thing. Yeah. It, the 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 movie is actually based on a real life case. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, it's I did a guy wonder that Charles... one. Sorry. I... I did wonder that when I was watching whether it was based on some sort of true yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. It was a guy called um, uh, Carl Starkweather. Right. Charles Starkweather. Right. And the girl was called Carol Ann Full, Fullgate. Right. 
and she was only 13 in the wow. real life story. She was only 13. He was 19. And right. uh, there were 12 people killed on their spree. He right. tried to blame some of it on her. Right. Uh, when, they, when they got caught, she always maintained that she never did anything. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but he was, he, like Kit, he was executed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. she, I think she did a couple of years and then went free. Right. Because so, in, in this, it's very much that she does nothing, that it's, it's all yeah. Kit. And yeah, it's, it's all Kit. It's all Kit. It's all and, Kit who does it, yeah. Yeah, and he takes all of the blame as well. Even yeah. even at the end, it's like I'll, I'll sort that out. Don't you worry about it. You'll you'll get off yeah. of this sort of thing. Well, yeah. it's almost like the, it's the one time where actually Kit seems to come to life. Yeah, He's at the end where yeah. he, he can now enjoy his fame. Well, yeah, I was. Gonna, I mean, obviously we're jumping right ahead to the end, but at yeah. the end, he's when he's there, and the police have caught him. He's almost having a, uh, it's like a press conference almost, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he stood there. manages the whole oh, thing, doesn't com- he? Completely. He's just answering the question. I've got a comb. Do you want my comb? I've got this lighter. Do you want yeah. my lighter? <laughs> and offering them stuff that obviously he's probably thinking they'll probably be able to make something from that because I'm going to be famous. Yeah. And they can then go, well, I've got Kit's lighter from when he was on his killing spree yeah. sort of thing. But it is very much like he's famous. And they're just like his adoring fans watching him. It's very bizarre. And, and I think it's a real, it's a, you know, it's a real precursor of what was to come. You know, this was back in the 70s and it was actually yeah. set in the 50s. But yeah. It was a real precursor of what was to come because our, our society now and our culture now is just littered with people who are famous for no other reason than they're famous. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You know, for something inconsequential that they've done. Yeah. And again, with Kit, he's not. And the the thing I find fascinating as well is there's at least two occasions, one where he goes to the record booth. Yes. And then the other when he's in the rich man's house and he's recording his thoughts as yeah. if he's some really profound thinker. Yeah. And whatever. And you're not, mate. You're just you're just you know, some loon. <laughs> for want of a better word, yeah. Who. And and he's a loser who who knows that even though it's going to end on his execution, yeah. at least he will be somebody. Yeah, yeah, it is. Short he, space of time. Yeah, he knows that he, it's kind of his fifteen minutes of fame, isn't it? And he yeah. knows that's coming. Um, yeah, yeah. That that the record booth things that that's a bizarre thing that I, mean, I didn't know that you could even, those things even existed. But um, yeah, well, that's yes. what Elvis recorded his first. Uh, oh, right. did his first recordings in one of those. What, yeah. One of those little booths, fantastic! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he obviously he, <laughs> he's he's broke, he breaks into he doesn't break into their house, does he? The door's open, he just walks into yeah. Holly and her father's house because yeah. her father doesn't have a name in this, yeah. he's just her father. Um, yeah, even, he's on, just a dad, yeah, even yeah. on the credits at the end, I think just it's just father, <laughs> and that's that's yeah. the name he gets, yeah. Um, he then starts packing Holly's clothes into a suitcase before they come home. Um, yeah. It just then whips out his gun when he starts, yeah. when the father basically says, no, no, go on, get out of here sort yeah. of thing. He just whips out the gun and chases him down the stairs a little bit, but just shoots mm-hmm. him for yeah. 
it's completely unprovoked. There's no, yeah. as you say, he's he's just a psychopath, and he just said, "I'll just shoot someone the same way as that can was there. I'm going to kick it." He just goes for it and just shoots him. I think he only shoots him once, but he goes down and that's it. He's he's out. Um, he then leaves Holly in the house, saying, "You can call the police, but it'll be bad for me." And then disappears and just leaves it. Yeah. To go and record his wonderful message about how he's decided how bad it was. Yeah. How they've decided to burn the house down and kill themselves within it. And they're all yeah. they're all in the house together, sort of thing. Which is a great plan. Um, so thinking about Kit then at that point, what has he got a motivation? What what is his motivation at this point? Because he's obviously no, I think it's just happening. I think it just ha- you know, it just this is him. He just drifts through life, yeah, and things just happen. And he uh, he knows he wants Holly. Yes, he knows he will for whatever reason. He's he, his self esteem or whatever it is is wrapped up in Holly. Yeah, and he he wants to be with her. Yeah, and he's just not going to let anything get in his way. But there's no but again. This is the thing about him. Right until the end, you hardly ever see him display any passion. No, you know no. it's not a crime of passion. No, not in the slightest. It, and 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 to me, one of the one of the most telling scenes in that whole thing mm. is he's shot. He shot her father. Yeah, she slapped him in the face. Yeah. He wanders about and he picks things up and looks at them and puts them back down. Yeah. He goes down to the cellar, and then I can't remember what does it what a fan or something? No, a toaster. Yes. He picks it up, yeah. brings it up, and he says to her, I found a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is completely <laughs> <And> random. It's, <laughs> it's just a great, I think it's a great little scene, you know. Yeah. It really stuck out in my mind that it's like, oh my god! Yeah, because he's, he's he's dragged the dead body down the the cellar, yeah. hasn't he? That's so he's, right. He's, yeah, he's, that's it. He's dragged the body down, and then he, yeah. Oh, and by he, the way, I found a toaster. I found a toaster. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what? Yeah, because then they start grabbing things that they're going to take from the house yeah. with them. Yeah, and he has this fixation with this this lamp. With yes. the like glass shade, and he's got that. Yeah. I've got to take that with me. Yeah, and he takes that with him. It's like, what are you going to do with that yeah. lamp whilst you're on the run for this yeah. murder and then burning yeah. down of the home? Um, that yeah. um, the I mean the the again, you, it's remembering when this movie was made. Yeah, and that scene of the house burning, and with that beautiful music in the background. Yeah. Is. That's kind of ten a penny now, but that yeah. you know, I'd never seen anything like that. No, I imagine that to see Badlands. Yeah, I would have thought that's you know, one of the, the first times that type of thing was was done yeah. on telly. Having you know that. that juxtaposition of a horrible scene, yeah, but this beautiful music playing yeah. and and the background, I found that was very striking. Yeah, I also I also found out when I was doing a bit of research for this that um, actually one of the stunt guys was very badly injured. All right. In, in that fire, the guy, uh, somebody set the fire off early. They all hadn't right. all they hadn't all got out of the house, and one guy in particular was very uh, very badly burned. Right. I found a toaster.
he writes, he records a wonderful record yeah, of himself. A message, yeah. yeah, a message for the police, which I yeah. think she says about it being a, a really good plan. He left it on a running on a loop in front of yeah. the house so that it would be found by the police. Um, they then drive off into the sunset, and we have mm. this little montage of them um, building the most fantastic treehouse yeah. and set of tunnels in the woods yeah. that has ever been seen. Which yeah. again brings me about that thing I was saying at the start that this is from a child's perspective because yes. surely they didn't really build a treehouse like that with all those things. This is her <laughs> imagination must have taken over. Yeah, yeah. What, what I, I don't know about you, but what I found when I watched that, uh, it really what it made me think of was Huckleberry Finn, which yes. is one of my favorite books. Yeah, I love. I've reread Huckleberry Finn so many times. Yeah. And that, because that descriptions when Huckle, Huckleberry and Jim are sailing down yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mississippi on the yeah. raft and yeah. they're not particularly doing anything and uh, they hide during the day yeah. and then come out at night and yeah. they look up at the stars and whatever. It reminded me very much of that and maybe a bit like, uh, Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I read that, that Terence Malick, who directed it, said that his influences were Huckleberry Finn, uh, right. uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, yeah, and, yes, uh, yes, yeah, Robinson that. Crusoe. Yeah, you know, around that particular that sequence. Yeah, because it's a bit, it's a bit different to everything else in the. It is in the movie that. It's quite idyllic, isn't it? And there's that there's that great little scene as well where they're that he's doing that weird dance where he's got his yeah. left leg <laughs> sort of sideways onto yeah. his front leg. Yeah. Do that kind of weird shuffle yeah, it's dance. Just, but it's quite cute, isn't it? It is, you know? yeah. It's like he he knows there's this thing called dancing, but he's not quite yeah. sure how to do it. No. And it, it's as if if you'd only ever seen still pictures of people dancing, that's how you would dance. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, she's dancing away quite happily, and he's yeah, he's doing that strange yeah. shuffle around her almost, isn't he? Yeah. She mentions a few times, doesn't she, about she wishes she could go to a magical land far away. Yeah. Or whatever, and I think that's the nearest to come to it, isn't it? Yeah. In that, in the, yeah, where where they're living there. Yeah, I mean that's the the this is where the romance is is really blooming because the 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 they think they've fallen in love. And obviously yeah. then Kit's killed her father in order that he can stay with her and take her away. And he does. He takes her away to this magical land, I suppose, in her eyes, um, where they build these wonderful tunnels through the ground and mm. this fantastic treehouse where they can watch out for whatever's coming. Yeah. Because Kit's convinced something is coming, um, which obviously it does. Um, but they occasionally must go off somewhere to get information because she talks about the fact that reading the papers, they yeah. only found one body. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's some connection to the outer world. In fact, they don't seem to have gone very far no. from where they no. were. No. They're, they're just down the road, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're not that far. Because, um, I mean, the, the other thing, the other thing about that as well is that. Just going back a bit, you know, yeah, talking about the romance, the romance yeah. and the love and the yeah. the sex and all the rest of it. Yes, 
is if you go back to before the actual killing. Yes. There's that scene where they do have sex. Oh yes, there is. Yes, and and and, and again, it's just very matter. Everything's matter of fact, and and she says she's buttoning her dress, and she says, "Well, I don't know what everybody was talking about." Yeah, <laughs> which is, is talking about dam- damning with faint praise. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't care. He's no. not. He's all zipped up yeah. by the river, going, "Yeah, I never saw anything yeah, in yeah, either." Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then here's he- a stone. Do you want a stone to remember this? Yeah, you know. Which but to it, her is like, well, is that it? And yeah. he's going, here, you know, do you want the stone to remember this momentous? Yeah. In fact, doesn't, ch- doesn't change the subject and go, yeah, but you see that yeah. tree over there that's fallen over yeah. the river? Yeah. Um, and then he starts picking up stones and go, we should smash our yeah. hands with these stones yeah. and I'll take this one home. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to take this stone to remember. Yeah. And then they go, actually, no, I'll not have that one. I'll, I'll have yeah, this little too one. Much effort, too much yeah. effort. Yeah, which is his whole thing. Everything's just yeah. too much effort from. And he just, yeah. as you say, he just drifts through life, doesn't he? Yeah. And, and I think you're right as well with, you know, the childlike thing. Yeah. Because when, when they're in their um, getaway, their hideaway, Yeah. he runs about like they're playing cowboys and Indians, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. You know? Even when he's, he's catching, he's trying to catch a fish with a net. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's so, he's just like, jabbing at the water and just hoping for the best there's no yeah. thought behind what he's doing it's just like kids would be if they were trying to catch something at the seaside yeah. Yeah. although his traps that he puts in place yes there's a bit they're they're all that's all about rambo isn't it the, it is um the bit the swinging wall with all the spikes coming yeah out yeah there's some and what have you there's some definite there's some different the psycho bits come in there that he's yeah he's thought about how can I hurt people that are coming for us yeah and that thing with the, the as you say the swinging ball with the spikes in it that's a nasty yeah. looking trap very and then nasty he, even when the he calls them bounty hunters but I'm not sure if they yeah. are who come looking for them he's got the tunnels that they talk about because he then he yeah. goes sliding off. And yeah. he's got a wonderful little trap thing set up. And when he slides into it, he goes in a hole, it flops down on him and hides yeah. him. And he can then watch them through the, the gap. Even things like um, that, it's just, yeah. again, it's fantastical. Is that her imagination? That's just what she thinks happened? Or did they really build these wonderful inventions? Well, I mean, that, but it could just be a hole in the ground with yeah. a, an elaborate sort of, Trapdoor doesn't necessarily mean that there's a network of tunnels on no, there. No, true, true, true. But he only he only need he only needed a hole big enough for him to crouch down and yeah and look at it. It was very effective. It was, yeah. He shot that guy in the back. But yeah, that's what he, he shoots all of them in the back, doesn't he? Because she yeah. says, I think she, uh, Holly says, yeah, it was um, only because they were bounty hunters. Anybody else, he wouldn't have shot them in the back. Yeah, so that just, was it. He just rationalised that, didn't they? Yeah, he rationalised why he kills them because I think yeah. they are police. I'm sure they've got uniforms on. Sorry, I'm sure they were police. I'm sure they had uniforms on. I can't remember whether they I had uniforms. I don't think they, they had uniforms. I think they were. I think they were actually. They were look because he, he how he brings them to him, is he's trying to shoot a fish in the water. That's and it. And there's a guy on the other bank who sees yeah. them. Yeah. So I think it was just local 
It was local guys, but there was a reward for their capture. Yes, yeah, so although they weren't bounty hunters, they were actually coming yeah. for them for they the bounty. They weren't professional bounty hunters. Yeah. They were just guys who thought, okay, we'll, we'll we can earn make a, quick a few book. quid here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because then that's, that's what then shows that they haven't gone far. Because they yeah. then meet up with Kit's ex-co-worker. Who yeah. he was working on the bins with at the start. Yeah. So they can't have gone yeah. far because they go to his no. his house, farm, yeah. whatever it is. Shack. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and even that's a bit a bizarre thing because the guy he's meeting, obviously, I think he was obviously very like Kit himself in that he's yeah. just drifting through life as well. Yeah. Um, they kind of assume that the house he was in. Is possibly you know, family farm, family shack, whatever it is that he's inherited somewhere along the line, because he certainly he said he said he was looking after it for somebody else. Does he? Yeah, don't, I don't remember saying that, but that yeah, you know, he did. Yeah, right. So if he's there, yeah, and he talks about some coins or something, yeah, and he leads them off to find these coins. Then says he's going to run. He's forgotten something. He's going back he's to get it. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Which I assume is just an excuse to go and ring the police. Yeah. yeah. But then Kit again shoots him in yeah. the back. Yeah. But he then doesn't make any attempt to try then yeah. to find a phone. He just kind of wanders off to his bedroom and yeah. sits on his bed. Where and and that's and I think that's that again to me is one of the fascinating things about this movie. It's mm. it's not the banality of the killing. Again, yeah, it's like there's none of this, you know, boom, and and the person goes crashing back no, through. No. It's all just very, you know, it's like bang, he's shot through the guts. Yeah. There's no big screaming or crying or whatever. No. He just wanders about until he eventually, and and Kit, Kit and Holly are just asking him these stupid questions yeah. about, you know, is that your Apparently there was a tarantula in a jar. Yes, a spider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, is that your spider? Yeah. Like, I've, you know, I've just been shot in the guts, and I think yeah. I'm going to die here. I yeah. Really I don't care about the spider. I don't, I'm not that bothered about the spider. What do you feed it? F- flies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets when I find them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. There's the um. There's no gore in this. No. When, when people are shot, they just no. a red patch appears. Yeah. And it doesn't even ooze blood. It's just this red patch then on the shirt. Yeah. They've been shot. Um, which I think is, again, that childlike thing of people get shot. Well, there's, there's a bit of blood, but nothing bad happens. They just, there's a bit yeah. of blood and they die. Yeah. So again, is this, it's coming from that Holly's perspective. Or is it more, or is it more realistic than the blood and gore and, um, you know, stuff that we're more used to now. Yeah, I suppose possibly. Yeah, I mean, now nowadays, if they were remaking this, they'd, you know, they'd blow a hole in their back and yeah. there'd be blood and go everywhere and they'd be crawling yeah. on their knees to get to the, yeah. the room. And there probably wouldn't be a discussion about the spider. The spider would just eat his face yeah. or something, who knows? Um, but yeah, the, the, that gore side and that whole thing, it is, it's very, that's again, I think it's very childlike. Mm. But it could be, you say, as you say, that's more realistic that it's just they're shot and that they're, they're therefore going to die. Well, then the the young couple come ah, yes. to speak to the guy. Yeah. And um, 
so some of the dialogue is just great, you know. It, it, <laughs> you know, is is so and so in? I yeah. said, no, he's not. Oh, well, look, can I just go in and say to you, I can't allow that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't allow that. Yeah. And the way he puts them into the that's that's a great line as well, where he where he gets them into the storm shelter or yes. store, whatever it is. Storm bunker he, of some sort, isn't and it? And he yeah. closes the trap door. Yeah. And then and you hope that he's gonna walk away and leave them, but he doesn't. He goes back and he fires two shots into it. And then he turns around to her and he says, Do you think I've got them? Yeah. And then they just run away. <laughs> and then they just the go, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just found there was something really telling about that. There was a that was a very kit thing to say. Yes, you know. And again, do you very. Think, do, you, do you think I got them? And she's like, "Well, I don't know." Yeah, and again, very like um, as you were saying earlier about cowboys and Indians. Yeah, you know, it, it, he's just kind of he almost just puts the gun in, shoots quickly, yeah. and, and runs like I'm running running yeah. away because I've done something yeah. naughty. And yeah. there is that very childlike thing again of I've done something. I'm just going to see if I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does. It is does. That, a lot of... Is that when they? Is it after that they go to the rich man's house? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is and that that was an interest. That was interesting because again, that felt quite menacing. Yes, because it's that's a home invasion. Then isn't it? They yeah. go in. Um, yeah. They somehow get past the the maid who they yeah. find out later yeah. is deaf. Yeah. Which is why she lets them in, presumably. Yeah. Um. And they just tell the guy, we're going to stay for a while. And he's yeah. got his gun out. And it's like, he, the, the rich guy obviously knows who they are. Because by yeah. that point, they've now killed Holly's yeah. father, the yeah. guys that came searching for them, and others along the way. And they are known by that point. Because I think yeah. Holly says in her talk about it, that point that you know we're known now and there's a price on yes. our heads. People are looking for us everywhere, which is why yeah. we decided to hide out. So that guy obviously knows who they are, but yeah, it's very much like the, they must take him up to a room and tell him he's staying yeah. there, and they then yeah. take control of the rest of the house. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's very menacing because you don't see how they get the two of them because the maid and the rich mm. man that they put wherever they put them. You just see them in that room at various times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's when he starts recording his. His memoirs. Yeah, and that he's pontificating, <laughs> and <clears throat> you know it's the way he sits by him. Pay attention to your teachers, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, no, no harm to you, Kit, but I think you're the last person in the world I'd ever want to take any advice. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. But it is it is almost like he's recording everything because with a very serious tone room, like this is the most important thing. Yeah. That anyone's ever going to know, and it must yeah. go down sometime for everyone to see. Yeah, Do you know it, what? It just it just strikes me now. Actually, again, I think in a way, you know, linking linking that to the present day, yeah, is now Facebook, TikTok, yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything is littered with people doing videos, yeah, and pontificating about stuff, yeah. As if you know, they're again really shallow people. Yeah, 
making out that they're coming out with something really profound. And hey, you know, who knows? Some of them might be. I, I don't know. But it's recording just seems recording to be... podcasts talking about films about people. Well, exactly. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it is, it's very telling that that that's back then, so that's early 70s. They're thinking about things at the the, the late fifties, and basically saying, yeah. you know, this this is something that could very easily happen, and now it does happen all the time. And again, yeah. it's that thing of he becomes famous just for being famous, yeah. and for no other reason. He becomes famous because he goes on a a crazy killing spree. Yeah, because um, they then they, they must stay at the rich house for quite some time. Yeah, and they do walk in the gardens and all sorts of things. It's bizarre because that. That guy must live there completely on his own, other yeah. than the maid. He's got a lot of land for a guy living on his own. Yeah. And isn't there a guy pops up? Somebody then comes to the door looking for him. Yeah. Yeah. And he just tells him he's not here. Yeah. And he wants to leave a message, so he writes a message on paper and yeah. he takes it and gives it to the guy. Some guy came with a message for you, and it's all very, it's all very nice, yeah. considering that. Kids basically held him there at gunpoint. Yeah, he's just very nice to him, and I think he do, he doesn't shoot him, does he? No, he doesn't. He, 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 he leaves he lets him alive, him doesn't he? Yeah. And, and and the fact, yeah, you're right about you know the being nice is when they first arrive. Kit says he's got the gun, and he says, um, "So we're going to stay here for a few days. How would that be?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. The guy says, "Right, yeah, well." <laughs> Yeah. I haven't got much choice. You've got a gun, but uh... yeah, there's not a yeah, there's not a lot he could say, was there? No, because obviously you know. he does know that he's most likely yeah. that Kit would kill him if he said no. But uh, yeah, it is. It is very um. So very, then, very it's, nice, it's, nice. It's, yeah, sorry. It, it's after that, isn't it? When they that's when they head out into the badlands. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. they then they take the ah, oh, what car do they take? The Cadillac. Yes, they take his Cadillac. Yes, which is amazing with the the the, the wings and everything. It's yes. a fantastic looking motor, isn't it? Yeah, and they go off in the in that. Which yeah. again, they pack with all sorts of stuff that they're never going to need. Yeah, no. I'm sure he's still got that lamp as well at that point. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> but they the they pack it, and she packs all sorts of clothes and things in a suitcase. Um, and they just pack these stuff, and then they go off in the Cadillac to the Badlands. Yeah, they go, they go off road, and I think that's when she starts talking about, you know, we then we kill a, we knocked over a few cows in order to get food yeah. and things, and and they yeah. are just driving through the desert. That that's, that's when she, he says about looking at the beautiful scenery. That as you say, there's there's nothing there. It's there's just nothing there. It's completely just empty. Because at one point they see a train. Yeah, and she goes, oh, "There's a train. Should we go over and see yeah. it?" And they, yeah. they must they just drive over to this little bridge. And park the car under the bridge and watch the train go past. And there's just nothing else. There's just that. There's yeah. some amazing, some amazing scenes. There's that, there's that scene where there's a huge full moon. And yes. Kit has stood there with his with his hands. Yeah. There's a rifle sort of along the back of his neck, and then yeah. his hands yeah. resting on top of the rifle. It's such an iconic scene. Oh, yeah. Well, and apparently, apparently, how that was that wasn't planned. They were they were driving back from a shoot. Yeah. And Terence Malick saw the moon. He's right, right. Stop the car. And yeah. He's, he's, he said to Martin Sheen, who plays Kit. Yeah. 
just get out there and do something. <laughs> that's what he did. Yeah. Because that's actually that's... The, that became the poster. Yeah. That's that icon, that scene. That's the, right. The yeah, poster. yeah. That was the poster, you know, wasn't it? You've got yeah. the moon and it's just him there yeah. with his, his arms yeah. hanging over the back of the, the gun. Yeah. And it is, I say, it's, it's just a, it's a great shot. Yeah. I mean, that whole bit when they're in the Badlands, the whole cinematography there oh, is just amazing. Gorgeous. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, obviously in full HD or whatever else, it would look a lot better. But even in yeah. the, the grainy 73 film that we've got, it still looks yeah. fantastic. It looks um, brilliant, and it, I don't know. I don't know if you, you know. It's hard to believe that was Tar- Terrence Malick's first film. That's his debut. Yeah, movie. Yeah. He'd yeah. been a screenwriter. He'd, he'd he'd done a bit of screenwriting before. Yeah, because he wrote this original... as well, didn't he? Sorry, he wrote this as well. He is yeah, the right, he wrote, he's got the writing he, he wrote credit. This and he 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 wrote the original screenplay for uh, Dirty Harry. All oh, right. Okay. Um, which was which was the version that he wrote? Yeah, was going to star Marlon Brando, and which wow, you just couldn't imagine that, could you? No, <laughs> not at all, <laughs> not at all. That would be a very different Dirty Harry. Very weird, very, very <laughs> weird thing. Yeah, but but in the same way, I couldn't imagine anybody else playing Kit and Holly. No, than uh, no. Spacek and uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah. I mean, this was just brilliant. This even for them, because Martin Sheen obviously had been acting for quite some time at this point, but he'd only really been on television. This was his first first film role. And I think it was Sissy Spacek's first film role as well. And she wasn't an actor. She wasn't a professional actor. No. Um, So, and she was a set designer, wasn't she? Sorry? She was a set designer because she got the job in, in Carrie, which was about three years later. Yeah. Because um, she'd been working on on sets for Brian De Palma, who mm. um, directed Carrie, yeah. um, and basically they said, "Oh, we're looking for someone to play," and she kind of, "Oh, I wouldn't mind doing that." Mm-hmm. And she'd been told no by Brian De Palma, so she then went and said, "Well, actually, you know, what? I'm going to do it." So she yeah. went and got the part for herself. But yeah, she was a set designer by trade. Yeah. So yeah, this well, was they her. Both say both Sheen and Spacek say. You know that Bad, Badlands was the role that yeah. made it for both of them. It opened up uh, their careers for yeah. both of them. It must have, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It did because I mean, from that point on, that if you look at their film <clears throat> histories yeah. from that point on, it's just it's yeah. hit after hit after hit. Yeah, um, in March, no, I don't think I don't think it was ever a commercial hit. No, uh, critically, it was, and, and even critically, it was. I don't think it was that well received initially, but. It's it's grown in stature over the years. Yeah, I think so. I think it it is one of those ones. Like say that has it's got really good reviews everywhere now. But yeah. I don't think at the time it did. No. Um, no. I would say I hadn't heard of it, but then when I did some digging about it, found loads of yeah. fantastic reviews of it, and a glowing lot, reviews. Uh, of yes, it. A, a lot a lot of people um, say it was a big influence. Yeah. On them for and later movies that they've done. You can see it. I mean, you can see it all yeah. the way through that the whole. Yeah. The vistas that they show, the way they show the world, um, yeah, very ideas in it. Things like uh, Tarantino's Natural Born Killers came to mind, yeah, because yes. obviously a similar yeah, kind of idea, you know, yeah, man takes girl yeah. off after killing spree and and so on, and even to a certain extent, from the point of view of the the whole desert and going through the desert, wild at heart, yeah, it's got a lot of influences from this. You can see 
if you watch those films, where they possibly could have got it from this film. And true romance. Yes, true romance as well. True, true romance yeah. where you could see that the Gary Oldman figure was a bit like the father. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Christian Slater is probably very like Kit actually to a certain extent. Yeah, that, yeah. that same sort of that madness same going on, sort of yeah. um, character. Although yeah. I think I liked it. I like Christian Slater more than I liked Kit. Yeah, Kit's he's he's not a likable person, is he? I, I think he's. Um, I don't know. You can have sympathy for him in that obviously he's he's on this this earth for whatever reason. No no idea mm. what his family was like, but obviously he's been just left to do whatever he's going to do in this life, and he's got nothing in his life. So you've got sympathy for the fact that there's 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 nothing in his life and this is the best he can do. But I, I think you're right. You know, when you say uh, the childish thing still yeah. keeps coming into it is Kit is Kit is somebody who is so ill prepared for adult life. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He's a child in a man's body. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't know what to do with no. that man's body. No, he just knows he can do things. Yeah, um, and you know the fact he can get a gun from wherever he gets a gun. Yeah, and finds that he can shoot it, and that that's. Yeah, okay. That, that and he will do things without thinking through what the consequences might yeah. be of doing those things. Yeah, which I think that comes up at the end because when he's and I'm jumping across the end, but when they're in the helicopter or the plane at the end, yeah. Um, and I think the policeman says, "Oh, you're a, you're a unique case," and Kit just says back, "Do you think they'll take that into consideration?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like he suddenly just dawned on him that actually everything yeah. I've just done, I'm in a yeah. bit of trouble now. Yeah. Oh, and this guy's now saying, oh, I'm unique. Mm. Maybe I can get away yeah, with it. Maybe by this being is a get out clause. Maybe that's my way out. Yeah. And it, it, it's, but again, as I said, it's, he's just not prepared for anything that he no. does, is he? No. Yeah. Yeah. Because even working out where to go next, because when they're at that train bridge, yeah. Um, Holly talks about the fact he gets a bottle that he spins on the ground and he can't get the bottle to spin on the ground. He's yeah. going to spin it to see which way they're going to go, and it just won't spin for him. And then she goes, "That's a nice flat bit here. I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll just, I'll be okay. I know where I'm going. Yeah, I know where I'm going." And they just stomp off and start driving off to the mountains again. Um, and he has no, he has no plan. No, no, there's no real plan. No, that he's, she thinks they're heading for the border, doesn't she? They're trying she to get out of the, the state. Same, yeah. But at the same time, you know, there's there's a couple of lines where she gives it away that she knows this thing's gonna, yeah, this thing, this thing isn't gonna last, yeah, because she said something about, is there something where she says something about, you know, thinking about the man that I'll marry? Yes, yeah, I can't remember exactly. There is where yes. that comes. She says something about, um. Oh, will the man, the man I'm going to marry? I wonder. I I wondered if the man I was going to marry was out there thinking about me. Yeah, because she's thinking yeah. about him, even though she's never yeah. met him yet. Yeah, and what he'll be like. So she's yeah under no illusions that this with no. Kit is no. this isn't the end of her life. No, that it's going to end probably badly yeah. for Kit, and she's yeah. going to get away with it somehow. Or she thinks she's going to get away with it, which obviously she she does. Because she, she even I don't know if she even thinks it through. Possibly not. No, extent, you know, 
Because again, she's still just a child herself. She's only 15. Yeah, she is. She's only, and, uh, as we'd say in Derry, she's only a Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's she's led a very sheltered life. Her father yeah. seems to have, have yeah. really sheltered her from everything. Yeah. Um, until this this point. Yeah. It shows her a completely different world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's kind of sink where we're up to. So that they... They've now killed lots and lots of people. So the Badlands, yeah, they're going through in the, the Badlands. The Badlands, and they they get, see the lights of Cheyenne in the distance. That was yes. a nice, scene. yeah. Again, just lovely cinematography. Again, yeah. you just see yeah. the the whole vista of America there, and the desert, yeah. and how it all links. And yeah, well, they, and it they, wasn't it wasn't Cheyenne. It was somewhere else that they were back in. I think they were back in L.A. when they filmed that, but it was just probably. Sort of, Tacked on, but yeah. it looked right. <laughs> but it looked right. He, uh, yeah. he, 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 he substituted for uh, Cheyenne. Yeah, they, they do that thing, that type of thing, all over the place, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. Because then they get to the, the oil rig. Yes. Um. Because he's running low on the. Because they've been getting what was it, what what did they call it. The drainage fuel. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Because they're following um, the, the pipeline, aren't they? Yeah, there's a particular name for that. I can't remember yeah. what she says it's called now, because she does, she, does, she mm. says exactly what it's called. But um, So they're picking all the, the off-run, basically, yeah. fuel, yeah. and they're putting that into the, the car. Mm. Then they get this, this oil guy that's drilling yeah. oil in the middle of the desert on his own and try and get some fuel off him. And he's like, well, no, I've got nothing to give you. Yeah. And Kit tries to sell him the Cadillac or swap That's him the right, Cadillac yeah. for his truck. Yeah. yeah. Which is when the, the helicopter then arrives yeah. to try and shoot them down. And Holly decides she's sick. This is it. No, she's, she's done. Yeah, she's done now. She's not going to run anymore. And Kit, just matter of fact, he just goes, yeah, fair enough. You'll be all right. He Gets goes, the car. no, he, he doesn't have a, he has a really bad reaction. Do you remember? That was one of the few times where he's actually angry. People, because he starts saying stuff to her like people like you. Ah, uh, yeah, he does actually. But yeah, yeah, but he very quickly after that. Oh yeah, and after outburst, that, it's all gone. There's a big flash of anger, yes, and then it, it's all gone. Which I suppose all through it, that's that's what he's like. He has yeah. these flashes of ah, bang, 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 shoot you, mm. and then actually it's all right now. Um, I'm going to stay here for a while. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what what do you what do you feed your spider? Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. He gets really angry about people like her and how yeah. she'll always get away with it and whatever else. But then he's fine and then and- he says and he says to her, doesn't he? San San Juan or or wherever. Yeah, uh, New Year's Eve, nineteen sixty three. Meet me there. Yes, that's it. Yeah, gives her a place to be. Yeah, yeah. Which again is just another very kit. Absolutely. Yeah, all the way through. Because he doesn't think things through. And he doesn't think that... He thinks he can get away. That he'd be okay, he'd be able to just drive off in the distance and he'd be fine. She'll be picked up, but she'll be okay. And they'll meet up again in four years' time and everything will be all right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it goes back to her sort of telling her story. And she's telling the story over this amazing car chase. It's a very good... Car chase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, through the deserts, where you have Kit in his Cadillac, because he's still in the Cadillac. Yeah. 
being chased by the policemen oh. and and the helicopters the helicopter chased them as well i think it is uh, isn't it? i can't remember what happens to the helicopter i can't remember i can't remember now if the no. helicopter i think it is just uh, the no, car he shoots what no he shoots one of the helicopter crew doesn't he yes yes and it's just a car chasing him yeah and then and holly's talking over the top of it about how he went off in the sunset and he drove over yeah. and he always he said that he would have made it if yeah. he hadn't had a tire blow out except then, it was then, him that then you see him getting out of the car and shooting yeah. the tire and going i've got to yeah. blow out my tire but yeah. again is is that see cuz i watched that bit and thought that's holly assuming that he lied to her about the tire blowing out cuz she mm. says something about well i think that's just his story yeah. So it is what we're seeing with Kit shooting the tire, just what Holly thinks happened. Or do you think Kit really did have a blowout? No, I think I think he really did. I think he really did it because it to me it completely fits in yeah. with his character. Yeah. Because he was stage managing yeah. his arrest and the fact that he was combing his hair and <laughs> yeah. you know, making sure he looked okay <laughs> before before the guys arrived. I think that's that just ties in. Yeah, exactly. With his with his character, and that's what the, that's what he would do, because then he's got an excuse yes. for why they caught him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, he could have just kept driving and driving. Yeah, would never until he ran out of until he ran out of gas, and then yeah. they would catch up with him anyway. And that would be, but that wouldn't be as dramatic, would it? Yeah, because he he builds a pile of rocks, doesn't he? Yeah, and they say we've caught you know goes no that that pile of rocks. That's where you caught me. It's almost yeah. again. It's that thing. Oh, of, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's marking yeah. the spot, isn't he? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to mark this down in history because yeah. I am. I am famous. Yeah. yeah, that's the spot where Kit yeah. was caught after his killing spree. And he does, you know, he's shallow and all the rest of it, but he does understand that much. He understands oh, yeah. how culture works, how society works, and yeah. to say bad enough in the fifties, it's just insane. Absolutely. No, yeah. Yeah. Completely. You know how do you how and and sort of going off slightly at a, at a tangent. I think, no, it's okay. You know we we the spree killing and serial killers that well especially spree killing um, that happens in the states. Yeah. You know when are when are we going to learn to not glorify these people? Yeah, yeah. Every every time something happens, their name gets all these nobodies. Yeah. Yeah, become a somebody because Absolutely. they've killed four or five people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you know. Yeah. So, I, I think you know until until we stop doing that and we just don't give them don't give them that glory that they that that they're looking for. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. Off on a, no, 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 no. Tangent. It's there. fine. Go off on as many tangents as you yeah. like because it it makes sense and it fits into it because this is yeah. As you say this. You said this is based on a, a true story. It is. It's the yeah. first story. It is a glorification of that true story to a certain extent. Yeah. And yeah. other than sort of Bonnie and Clyde, it's probably the first of its kind in that way yeah. that glorifies uh, the villain. Do you think? Do you think it glorifies though? Because I didn't. <sighs> I didn't get that feeling from it. Maybe it doesn't glorify. Actually, no. But he certainly. He's the hero of the piece, isn't he? You don't feel like he's 
I, I know we were saying before, you know, he's not nice. He's not no. someone you want to be friends with, but he's also, he doesn't come across as evil. He just comes across as mixed no, up. Yeah. Um, and as you said, you know, he comes across as a child, someone yeah. that hasn't grown up. Um, yeah. He's, But he's not. He's not a villain. No. You know, if you were going to make a list of like top 10 villains, he'd never be anywhere near it. Yeah. Um, he'd never be in the top 10 heroes either, but he, he's just a guy. But, but I don't think, I think in, in terms of the way that later movies like um, True Romance or yeah. Bonnie and Clyde yeah. and even more so to a, a questionable degree, Natural Born Killers. Yes, yeah. You know, they really glorify yes. the violence yeah. uh, in a way that I don't think Badlands does. No, I, I suppose think, not, no. I think he should, you know, the the only the only way in which Kit is a hero is in his own mind. Although, yeah. although it shows that these these law enforcement guys, yes, there is this cult that then grows up around them, but it's yeah. not the the movie itself as we look at it through the through the director's eyes. I don't see it as him glorifying that. I no, think I he's showing not, us. No. He's shown us ourselves. Yeah, that we glorify this yeah. sort of behavior. I suppose I was only thinking from the glorifying, but from what you were saying about you know it's the police at the end, yeah, and how they do they absolutely yeah. treat him like a celebrity, yeah, and to to them he is because even when he's first arrested and they put him in the cop car, they're just talking to him, and it's just like hey, do, do you know he looks like he, he looks like um, James Dean. Yeah, you it? know who he looks like, don't you? Yeah, yeah. and it's like. That that's kind of like if there was a film now of your life, it would be James Dean that's it, that's going to be starring in it, sort of yeah. thing. It's almost like yeah. we could do that. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the only bit that's kind of that glorification is that the way the police treat him, yes, and the way he reacts with them yeah. to be this celebrity, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, but I think the director is showing us, yeah. You know, he's he's not he's the director isn't part of the glorification. They just showing us yeah. what happens and yeah. how we do it and how and how a nobody like um, Kit becomes a somebody because we glory as a society as a culture yeah. we glorify it. Yeah, because actually, what should have happened was he should just been arrested, yeah. taken away. And that's it. And the police should just it. left yeah, it. locked and... up. Nobody talks yeah. to him. Nobody, you know, nobody treats him like like the way he was holding court. Oh yeah. In the aircraft hangar. Yeah. Know, crazy. Well, even crazy. we've we've got some of these papers for you to sign yeah. them, and, and yeah, and it's almost like they're nice to him, and he's got to sign these papers that he's doing yeah. them a favor by signing these yeah. papers. Whereas yeah. actually, because you've got to sign this, get yeah. it signed now. I actually, don't know what the papers would be. Why the police no, wanted him to sign some know. papers? Was, like, what? <laughs> what? What's he signing? I mean, I assume, no it, idea. I assume it's his confession, but <laughs> I don't hundred percent know the way it was going across. It was no. like, <laughs> no, you sign over your Unless card. It's, yeah, I mean, I'd, or just a you know, just a device that yeah. uh, that, yeah. that was used to to get that idea across. Yeah, because he even he signs it on another police on, officer's on, back. On the officer's back. Yeah. yeah. 
it's like <laughs> completely yeah yeah because I think if they, they do the table away in a plane don't they and yes everyone gets in the plane but he's like last in and he's almost like standing at the door yeah waving from the plane it's like yeah. no, get in the plane now we're gonna take off but he's kind of like yeah. no bye everybody um, and he even says, he says, thank you to the police officer who's arrested yeah. him. Thanks yeah. for your time. Sorry for Shaking the hands. Yeah. Yeah. And they wish him good luck. Mm. So he's going off to be tried and probably be executed. There's no luck yeah. going to be involved yeah. here. That's no. going to happen. But no. yeah, it's all very, they're all watching and enjoying it. Yeah. I did like the the, the whole holding court and how, yeah, picks out his comb. I've got, I've got a comb. Do you want, do you want my comb? And yeah, the lighter. The, it throws yeah, the lighter. Throw the bits to, to them. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant idea. Um, and that's pretty much it then. It is, yeah. Because then, yeah, like... Holly, Holly just wraps it up and tells us that uh, he was executed six yes. months later. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's then the end of it. And you just get that last bit of him saying that thing about you know. You're a unique character, and yeah, do you think they'll take that into consideration? <laughs> and and <clears throat> you know, it's interesting as well, isn't it? Like you know, Holly again. Holly's quite matter of fact. Yeah. You know, six months later, Kit was executed. You know, there's no, and he was the love of my life, and I'll never yeah, no, forget no. him, or none of that. You know, but it's just like yeah. I was going to ask you, do you, do you think there is actually any any love there, or is it just that she's? Don't think so. Along for the ride. Don't think so. I think, you know, let's face it, she's 15. She, mm. Well, I suppose same age as Juliet, but, you know. Yeah, different times. There were, no, there were no Romeo and Juliet, were they? No, not and, at all, uh, no. You know, I think she... I think It's interesting, Ter- when Terence Malick was interviewed himself, well, one of the very rare interviews he's ever done, mm. He he said that the thing about Holly was that she would never share how she's feeling about things, right? Because the way that this is how he saw the character that you know that the way that she was brought up was it, it wasn't for her to bring her feelings into it or whatever, or you certainly didn't show your feelings, right? Yes, you know? that makes sense, and, yeah. And she was very deadpan the whole way through it, wasn't she? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's that childlike voice that I said that she, yeah. she has, it, that yeah. is the voice that she uses all the time through the whole thing. Yeah. When Whether she's narrating or just talking to people. Yeah. Um, and she is very much, she's almost there but not there in the whole yeah. thing. She's just on the sidelines of whatever Kit happens to be doing. Yeah. Um, and you, you almost could have the same story without her being there and just yeah. him on a killing spree on his own. Um, but she, she was but she was vital to it at the same time. Absolutely, because he wouldn't have ever started his killing spree if it hadn't no. been for her, because he, he just knew he wanted to be with her. Yeah. And the father was in the way. So fine, I'll, I'll shoot yeah. the father and then... then there's no problem. And then that set off the whole other train of events. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that sets off then the whole other chain of yeah. events and starts it all going. Um, before we kind of wrap up, because we've kind of got through all of them, what about yeah. standout scenes? Are there any scenes that are kind of like your favourite scenes? You've already talked about the, the vistas and the... 
the cinematography. Yeah, I mean the scenery. The scenery is amazing. That always stayed with me. Yeah, <clears throat> was the these absolutely fantastic landscapes. Yeah. Um, but having watched it again recently, I thought I I just I keep calling back to that thing which you say where he drags the body down to the cellar. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he looks at he picks up this toaster and brings it back. <laughs> hey, look, I found a toaster. <laughs> yeah. But that he does lots of that stuff all the way through. He it's does like, all the time. Like, yeah. It's like the boots. He finds some yeah. boots in the trash. Do you, do you want these yeah. boots? I'll sell you them for a, a, a dollar. Go yeah. on, you you try them on. They'll fit you. And <laughs> yeah, even when he's um he's fired from his job on the bins. Yeah, he kind of gets his keys out and just throws them in some oil. Throws them under the oil. Yeah, can. You'll yeah. need them. <laughs> yeah, or I guess I won't be needing these anymore. And he just wanders off. <clears throat> yeah, he's very um, he's very petty. Yes, very petty, very mm. petty because. The whole thing of shooting Holly's father is just him being yeah. petty. Yeah. She said, he said, I don't want you anywhere near my daughter. Fine, okay. Yeah. I'm going to just take your daughter away and I'll, I'll shoot you in the, the process because yeah. nothing and means even anything. The, and, and it's like you say, the shooting wasn't the, okay, it wasn't done enough for the passion or anything. It was just, no, no, no. It was just a, I don't know, almost incidental. Yeah. Thing, wasn't it, you know, very he strange. Shoot, he shoots the floor first, doesn't he? Or does he shoot the ceiling? Can't remember. He shoots the gun in yeah. one direction. Just he, to kind he of... shoots it in the floor to yeah. show him that it's loaded. Yeah. But that doesn't actually intimidate him. He still goes downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he? And then it's it, it, I can't remember if he shoot does he shoot him on the stairs or when he No, he shoots him in, in the living room. So he comes room, down the stairs right, and then yeah. he shoots him. And then he drops down, and then it's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's dead. I think he checks him to see if he's dead, and then and tells Holly. She slaps him, and that's the only time she really has yeah. any reaction, strong reaction to anything. Yeah, she doesn't show an awful lot of um, emotion at any no. other time. You're right. She's just, no. this is just something that's happening, and I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I'm going to be dragged through it, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- the. I think the other, there, there were a lot of the the early scenes. You really got this sense of this was a like a one horse town. This was yeah. This really was yeah. Nowheresville, and you could see how a young girl would be swept up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, or a young man. It's not you know. It's, uh, it, it wouldn't have to be a young girl, but you know, you would see how anybody would want some sort of excitement in their life. Oh yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You know, relieve yourself of the tedium of this. Yeah, and obviously she's sort of existence, as you say, she's a young girl and this attractive man. Yeah, you know, who looks like James Dean. Yeah, comes over to her and and says, "Come for a walk with me." Of course, she's going to yeah. go with him because yeah. He's the most exciting thing she's seen probably in her, her whole life up to that point. Yeah. So, yeah, you can see it because there is nothing in that town. No. You can see when the bin truck's going round. There's yeah. just nothing. No. Um, and even the bin truck, I, I love the how great the bin men are. It's just like yeah. they just chuck the bins. They empty them and just chuck them. And it's mainly Kit that does that. But I think the other yeah. guy does it as well. One where he just chucks yeah. the bin down and it's just like, that's it. We'll just chuck yeah. that. It doesn't matter. And then there's jump but bar. And go. Yeah, but 
back to your original question, sort of the standout scenes. I think yes. we've talked about we've talked about most of them already. And yeah, yeah. The 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 one with the moon was just oh yeah, yeah. Oh, is... I'll tell you what, a great scene is uh, where they're dancing in the headlights of the car. Yes, the yes, yeah. I can't remember what, if he does a, a sensible dance at that point. I can't remember. I think I think it was a more sensible dance. Yes, than it's the it's other not yeah. his, his strange shuffle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, that that's a nice. It, just again, a lovely scene and nicely yeah. shot and just looks yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently he, because um, it was it, as I say, it was Malik's first film. Yes. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff about the production. Uh, that he, you know, normally you don't shoot things in chronological order because you, you know, you'll do your setup, yeah, and shoot things out of sequence. Yes, because you're you're in well, that he, scene. He, he it. insisted yeah. on doing everything, in, so the production they went. I think they had at least two production crews because people just got fed up with them, <laughs> and because uh, he insisted on shooting it in chronological order, so they'd have to. And it's what the production crew hate doing. They'd have to they do a setup, and then they'd have to change everything and do it from the other angle, <laughs> and then change it back again. And so they got really uh, there was a lot of a lot of hassle on the set. Wow! And um, he shot. They reckon he shot a million feet of film. Wow, that's a lot of film. And they were saying normally it would be about two hundred fifty thousand feet. You would. Shoot yeah. on a film like that, and it and then it took ten months to edit it. Wow! But when you look at it, it's it's just so to me. It's oh. really assured, and it, it feels like this is somebody who's at the top of his game. Yeah, yeah, definitely not somebody who's just making his first no. film ever. No, it and I guess if you shot that much film. You've yeah. got an awful lot to work with, but he, yeah. he's worked with it really well, and he yeah. shots he's shot some great stuff to get what he's then put together. Well, apparently, you know the spider in the jar. Yes, he spent thirteen hours shooting, <laughs> but he's but uh, that's but a sort of that's the sort of character he is. He's very obsessive. I don't even and, think you uh, see it for that long, the spider in the jar. No, you only see it for a for a nanosecond. It's a split second because she then says yeah. is that it's basically it's like you yeah. see it and she goes, Was it your yeah. spider in the jar? Yeah. And that's that's it. Yeah. Wow, thirteen hours and he's <laughs> 13, thirteen hours, like it's you know, because somebody that much. <laughs> and somebody had to say to him, you know, like it, you do realize you've been at this for thirteen hours. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So yeah, there was a lot of um there was a lot of a lot of hassle on it, and the that that was part of the reason why they used a voiceover mm. was to uh, patch. It was to patch up some of the holes right. in the narrative. Right, they could sort of you know expo- do a bit of exposition, and yeah. she was explaining stuff and yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah. the voiceover. But again, it really works. The voiceover works. Oh, it does. Yeah. The music, love yes. the music on it. The soundtrack was just amazing. Yeah, it is. It's it's nice soundtrack. It's the the music yeah. fits to every scene, absolutely yeah. perfectly. Like yeah. you say, the the burning house with that yeah lovely sort of twinkly music going on in the background. It's just yeah. it, it it's perfect the way it is, and and it has 
then being used again by other filmmakers, that same type yeah. of idea of let's show something really horrible with nice music over it. Yeah. But it, it does work really, really well. Yeah. So that, and that's the reason why it's my yeah. one of my favorite films. I, yeah. I think I think it was the film that sparked my interest in films as being more than just I don't know, maybe real without sounding too pretentious like that that films were actually art that yes. could be, you know, an expression of art. It's not just not just cowboys and Indians or yeah. you know James Bond or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually and, and I think it. it does it does, it feels to me like a uh, a visual poem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah there's definite there's definitely something to it where you could you could almost write it as a poem, that yeah. whole story. You could see it being yeah. an ode to some yeah. murder spree or whatever it happens to be. But yeah, there is lots to it that is very poetic. Yeah. 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 And like I said, the, the vistas and everything like that are yeah. perfect for that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I'm I'm glad that you introduced me to the film actually, because it is <laughs> I could I can see myself watching it again. Yeah. It's not one that I think I'll I'll leave and never watch again. I think I'll come back yeah. to it and I will watch it. Yeah. Um because yeah. it was really good. Can you and this is the difficult bit now. Can you kind of in about 30 seconds tell us why anyone should watch this film? I think why why you should watch it is um it's the best film that you never heard of. Um and yeah. it's it's a watch this film and then think about other films that you've seen and that do you know what I think they might have been influenced by um by this by this movie. Excellent. I think it was a it was a, a a groundbreaking movie and it's and it's time. Yeah. Cool. And it's and it's worth it's worth it's worth going back to some of the old stuff yeah. to see where some of the stuff that we've got nowadays has come from. Yeah. So do you think that this film sort of stands up against today's films? So, you know, this is a film Absolutely. from 73. Absolutely. I know my, my kids would hate it <laughs> yeah. because, um, because it's like many films in the 70s. It's very slow paced. It is, yeah. Yeah. Compared to movies now, there isn't something happening every 10 seconds. But having said that, it's very short running time. Yeah. It's only about yeah. what, an hour and 40, I think it is. Yeah. Which yeah. compared to, you know, films nowadays that yeah. two, two and a half hours. Um, two, two and a half hours where there's always seems to be something happening, seems to be yeah. a lot. Whereas this, as you say, there's not a lot happens for a lot of this. Yeah. Um, but, but I think, but, it, but, but not a lot happens in a very beautiful way. Yes, yes, <laughs> agree. <laughs> yeah, and 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 some really awful, awful stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but yet it's contained within the the it's 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 held within this beautiful container. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Seamus. Thank you, Gav. Talking to me about this film. Sir, where'd you get that hat? 
State. Boy, I'd like to buy me one of them. You're quite an individual, kid. Think you'll take that into consideration? Thank you to Seamus for joining me there on the podcast. Next time, I will be talking to Neve Utley about West Side Story. Here's Neve's trail. It's a classic story with a modern twist um, set to some of the best musical music ever written. And even though it was made 60 years ago, there's still problems that are still relevant today. And that's what makes it a timeless classic. And even though it's a musical, I still think there's something in it for everyone and that's next time on the my favorite film podcast thank you very much for joining me and Seamus and Neve on this episode episode six will be up hopefully next week hope you can join us then bye bye for now finally thanks to Acast for hosting the website and to Max Smith for the theme tune composition to get in touch with the podcast, remember that website is www.myfavoritefilm.com. Mm-hmm.